Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name's Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. And tonight, tonight, tonight is our very first ever viewer. Well, I should say second ever because Kyle and I did huh? one viewer-led episode. Where tonight you are in control in the chat. You provide the questions. We provide the answers. Any topic you guys want to talk about in the chat, hit us up, and we'll definitely cover that. We're going to one rule though is we're, we're going to avoid Endgame if it's yeah. inevitable and we can't. There will be absolutely no spoilers. No spoilers for Endgame until everyone can go see it. Um, that's that's just out of courtesy for everyone. Liar. I saw the last hour in Spanish. Yeah, well, that's something. But, um, but yeah, what's... It was awesome. What Somebody on Facebook to? Live was streaming it. Really? Yeah, that's how I, but it was in Spanish. The whole movie was in Spanish. So I just, yeah. I just, I just like thumbed through it. And then I went to like the last like hour and I watched like the last hour of it. The fighting. What, uh, so what, what's going on, you guys? How's your week been? Uh, same old shit. Yep. My phone broke and I got a new one. Your thumb broke? Phone. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. You can't play video games now. I was like, what are you gonna oh, do? Your, your thumb broke and you can't, you gotta get a new one. How does no, that fucking work? How are you gonna put it in Andy's butt when you go to Minnesota? Yeah. Oh no. I'll have to figure something out. Andy's butt is going to be raw. When uh, yeah. <laughs> I need, I need <laughs> to cut my nail. All these plans for him. <laughs> I need to cut my nail. I just pictured them holding hands and skipping. <laughs> But I don't know if we can get see quick, it as an '80s montage. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if we can get a 45 second intro for everyone. That's that's a little rough, but you guys, it's open to you. We're just gonna bullshit until you start uh, shooting off questions in the chat or topics. Kyle, we've got a backup show planned just in case shit fails. So we'll just get that uh, on the road, and we'll just get it yeah, we'll just <laughs> get that out of the way, right? So yeah, but, no, go ahead. But, my son had the ultimate concert weekend last weekend. Oh, yeah. Limp Biscuit. He didn't give a shit about Limp Biscuit. You did with the biscuit. Dude, we left. It was a, Limp Biscuit's the shittiest live show next to Fucking <laughs> Your Death Punch I've ever seen. That's who should do a tour. It should be the shittiest two bands live together on one stage. And it should be Limp Biscuit and Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> I swear, dude, they just like fucked around. And it was, I don't know, it was just stupid to me. Like, and I, I said this last year when I went and saw Five Finger Death Punch, man. What I paid for was a concert. It didn't pay for you to bullshit with me. It didn't pay for you to fuck around and act stupid. I paid for you to fucking play music for me. Play the songs I want to monkey. hear. That's monkey. I, I mean, yeah, just like, like uh, Parkway Drive and Kill Switch Engage, that's what they did. Just fucking, they just ripped song after song. How, you know, 
Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. We love you guys. Song. Thank you guys. Song. Thank you guys. Song. You know what I mean? That's I. Lint Biscuit went up there. I think it was 21 minutes that yeah. they almost finished a song. Yeah. I just said that a couple times. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't need to hear about your house in Scottsdale, Fred Durst. We don't give a <laughs> shit. Does he actually have a house in Scottsdale? That's what he said on a golf course, oh. and he gets to wear whatever he wants. <laughs> so he chooses not to wear a backwards red Yankee yeah. hat. It looked like he was wearing pajamas. <laughs> like you roll out of bed, super baggy pajamas. Like they were like, you know, like you're wearing your older brother's pajamas. Who was like 16 when you were like four. That that's what it looked like, but it was cool. Like we were like we. This is first concert. I don't know. I just maybe I need to start being more prepared. But it was like a cash only concert. What? Nobody really had like swipey things like squares or anything. So I usually take like very minimal cash with me, just enough to get a couple waters, like you know, and I'll I use my credit card to get shirts. It's probably hard to get internet service out there, like Wi-Fi out there. Uh, it might it, it might be, but so we walked up and he was like, "Oh, we don't have any cards for the shirts." I was like, "Shit!" So we walked away. And we and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it." You know what? This is his concert. I'm gonna make sure to get him a shirt. You know. And so we got him a, a Kill Switch Engage shirt because that's like his favorite band. And we were in the line for the 98. And uh, we were standing there and I showed him my app. They gave me like a 98 bandana, you know, like that everyone has. <laughs> like everyone has. <laughs> and uh, I look and one of the dudes that was at the tent had walked out and he walked up to my son. And he was like, hey, man, come here. Come here. I want to talk to you. And my son was like, No. Like he was like, like he just thought it was weird that this random dude just like walked up and like, so I seen that and he was like, it's cool, man. You don't have to talk to me. It's all good. And I hurried up and I fucking like sprinted over there. I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, I was like, what's going on? And he was like, oh man, I saw, you know, I saw he was wearing a Kill Switch Engage shirt. He's like, do you like him? And my son was like, yeah, it's like my favorite band. He's like, here you go. You get to meet him then. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. He's like, on the wristband, it had a time. He said, just be back here. So we got to go backstage. Then there was only like eight of us that got to meet the band. Nice. So we we stood in line and we went back. We got to hang out with him for a minute, take pictures, get autographs. Fucking, it was was pretty, like, and I, on the way to the concert, I was telling him, I was like, you know, these big concerts aren't as good as like small venue concerts, like a little club concerts where you get to like meet the band and you get, you know, you're right up close and you get to like fist pump them and like, you know, really make like, you know, like really have a connection. Like it's like an intimate setting with a little, you know, club. And here we are fucking backstage, fucking hanging out with Kill Switch and Gage. I said, well, everything I said was just complete shit. <laughs> so don't fucking. And then there was Got another band. Yeah, there was another band there called Dead. And they're they're a pretty cool band. And the lead singer's right there. And we walked up to him and fucking we were taking pictures with him and shit. It was cool. Pretty cool. Creating memories, man. Creating memories. Yeah. It, he was like, dude, my son was lit up. Like I sh- you saw the guy, the picture that I, sh- I showed you guys the picture, but he was fucking dude. He, it was like Christmas for him. That's awesome. He's like, I was like, what are you gonna tell him? You know, like I was fucking with him because we had like two hours to kill before we got to meet him. Kept saying, what are you going to fucking tell him? What are you going to tell him? 
He's like, yeah, they're like my third favorite band. I said, don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> tell me you're, they're the favorite band. <laughs> I said, and say you're one of your my one of my top favorites, but don't don't put them third since we actually get to meet them. Yeah. Did he get autographs? Yeah, we got we got autographs. Yeah. So we got to we got to hang out with them and stuff. We, and we got like, I mean, it was like five minutes, but we got like me and my son. We got to hang out with him personally by ourselves. Nice. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like the other people were like around the corner and they had to wait for like their turn. No, it's totally cool. It's, yeah, we got he's he's and you know, he thanked them for making good music and he said, you know, you guys are like my favorite band. Thank you guys for being you know. favorite. And they were nice guys. I mean I mean they they're they were doing their job, you know. They were I mean? hammered. They were hammered, probably. They probably were hammered. I would have been. Were they the uh, headliner? No, Limp Biscuit was. What? <laughs> yeah. So, like, Limp Biscuit should have went on. Like, I don't know. Never. <laughs> Chad wants to know if there was someone there to certify your autograph. <laughs> <We'll bring it> <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I'm gonna have to get it verified. And Keith from the podcast says, uh, you're a cool fucking dad, Kyle. Fuck yeah, I am. No, I'm just saying. But, I mean, I think it's cool, though. Like, I've talked about it before. I wouldn't have gone. I mean, how many 15, 16, 17-year-olds, they want to go to a concert with their dad? If you're a fucking cool dad like you. Not a lot. It depends. pay for everything. i got to be honest. Um, when I was... 16 17 i thought my dad was embarrassing as all hell and uh, all my friends thought he was the coolest dad in the world and i just thought he was so fucking embarrassing and now i realize no nah, he was the coolest fucking dad in the world and i should have had him hang out more because he was fucking hilarious he's great to hang out with and i was just being a little you know teenage douchebag you're, so. you're being a kid yeah. yes dad i'm drinking peanut butter whiskey kyle still thinks my dad's fucking funny as hell oh uh, dude I I wanted a friend request him after he did that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit on me in Facebook. And that was pretty away. fucking funny. I saw that. Yeah. Chad, tonight I am drinking. It's called Screwball Whiskey. It's peanut butter flavored. Nice. So. What, ah. else, is, what else is going on? Uh, uh Fucking other than playoff hockey and trying to figure out which day's going to the next. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Should try getting a job, Brian. Yeah. yeah. You like to be a working stiff like the rest of us. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. One day to the next, huh? Yeah. Hey, that's all you, know, you can take when you don't have to work. That's how you try to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh any of you guys watch the, the series finale of Gotham? No, I that I just finished it. That was complete shit. That was terrible. I don't think any of us are surprised that you're saying that. No, <laughs> I hear it was talking. I forget who I was talking to the other night, but they they brought up if we wa- if I watched Gotham, I'm like, fuck no, that show is terrible, the absolutely terrible. terrible. The fucking it, the whole Batman reveal was terrible. The episode prior to it that was on last week was awesome. It was probably one of the best episodes I thought Gotham had all the way up to the very end where it was, you know, it was a standoff. And then they just, 
Jim Gordon was like, fuck it. And they just start fucking shooting at each other. Well, they do a 10-year time jump in this episode. So it's like 10 years in the future. That's kind of weird. Which for us would be like, what, 10-something years in the past? I guess. <laughs> I mean, was they, the kid wasn't Batman? Do they show Batman? I'm Batman. Yeah, they show him at the very end of the episode in the costume, in the shitty costume. Is it really that bad looking, though? Yeah, it looks just like the photo. Fuck, I'll have to watch it now. I got it recorded. It's pretty bad. That's that's sad. What'd you think of uh, Game of Thrones, Brian? Oh, man, dude. I never thought a TV show could do this, but this is going to sound really cheesy. It made you cry. No, no, not that. I do that all my heart on. I'm a big baby. Um, But this is like that show where you have no idea who's going to get killed. You know what I mean? So there's nobody that's safe. So I'm a little fucking scared that watching this, that some of my favorite people are going to die. And you know that there's a chance that anybody could die. I mean, they could all die and the Night King could win just because. I think that's how it should end. It would be crazy, dude. An asteroid comes and ends up like the dinosaurs. Well, you know that at this point, everything is going to start going crazy from this point on. It's just going to be complete balls out craziness for the rest of the year. I have a few theories on on Game of Thrones. What's going to happen? I yeah. uh, I said I'm going to sit down. I'm going to I want to be part of the conversation. I'm going to watch Game of Thrones so that when we talk about it on Friday, I'll have some input. Not maybe I won't know a lot of the backstory to it, but fuck it, I'm going to watch it, like it, unlike it, whatever. I, I sit back, I get a fucking ice cream cone out. <laughs> Sit back to watch Game of Thrones. I woke up in the morning. Passed out. That fucking show puts me to sleep every time. I, I don't know how, man. I watched I watched it. For, I don't even think I watched five minutes of it. But yeah, I have some theories about what's going to happen. Were you guys um, all bent out of shape about what's her name having a sex scene? No, no. But that was kind of weird. I got to be honest. Why was it weird? Because I still see her as a five-year-old little girl that's supposed to look like a boy. Oh, you don't see her as an 18-year-old who's really 22? Yeah. she To me, she still looks like she did in that third season or whatever, you know? That shot looked terrible, though. Like it, She looked completely CGI'd, and she looked like she had a body double. Like, uh, it was like, it was like her, her body was like brighter than the rest of her. You know, it was also kind of felt that, that same kind of weirdness was uh, when uh, Jamie and Brienne were talking to each other. I'm like, is Brienne and Jamie going to start getting it on to that? Because that's going to weird me out. I think she's going to die. And her and Jorn are going to die next episode. Yeah, I think so too. And do, do does your stuff for the end involve Jamie? No. Okay, so mine, mine does. So here's my theory. I think one possibility is everybody that's hiding in the crypt is going to get fucked because like literally no they're going to show the wife is down there right well no, no no i think that he's going to since the the night king can reanimate people i think he's going to reanimate all the fallen starks in that tomb and they're going to attack everybody that's in the tombs oh that'd be sick my other theory is that they don't show the night king in the preview for the next episode no 
I don't think he's there. I think he's, he's heading towards King's Landing. Yeah. I think his he's got a group of forces there, and he's going to head towards King's Landing. The other theory is, I think, if he's there and he goes after Bran, either um, – I can't think of his name. I know him as Reek right now. Fucking – Yeah. 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 Either he, he's going to have to kill Bran to stop the Night King, or it's not going to be Bran sitting there. It's going to be Arya with his face. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, well, you got to ki- – she has to kill him to take his face. No, she doesn't because if you remember the – the the dude that trained her took her face without killing her. Yep. So I think it's going to be Arya sitting there waiting for the Night King instead of Bran. Yeah, I could see that too. That's that's some of the theories I have. I think I think I said I think Brienne and uh, Jorn are going to die next episode because they both had very heartwarming moments. Yeah. In this episode, they both kind of had like closure scenes, yep. and. And I think that's where they're going to definitely bite the bucket. The yeah. way I see, like, if, if everyone dies, the way I see it, I see them ending the series very um, Soprano-ish, where it's going to be, if he's going to win, the Night King's going to go and sit on the throne, and the minute he sits down, it's going to cut to black. Yeah. And it'll be the end of the episode. And I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't see, I mean, it would kind of be poetic justice if it turns out where Jamie has to kill Cersei. See, I think but, I think a lot of it is going to involve Jamie because I think Jamie is Lightbringer. You know that I think Jamie is Lightbringer. The whole backline about the sword and mm-hmm. and um, the famous guy, you know, that saved everything. I think that's Jamie. You think so? Yeah. So um, I think Jamie's got a big part in the end. I wouldn't be surprised if Jamie's the only one standing. You know what I mean? At the end. Yeah, yeah, Chad, this baby. is the last season. Yeah, or like Tyrion has the baby, and or there's something to you know that weird is going to happen where it's just going to be like one person that you never thought it would be. I think they're they're trying to make Danny look like the the um, Mad Queen on purpose, and she's not really going to be like her whole focus through the entire series has been I want to get the Iron Throne, I want to get the Iron Throne, I want to get the Iron Throne. I think it's and she's willing to do anything and stop anyone to stand in her way. I think she confessed her love for John to Santa in the last episode because there's mm-hmm. gonna come a moment a moment where she has to make a decision to save him because something's gonna happen to him. And I think she has to make a decision to save him or you know, to either sit on the throne or save him knowing that he's a rightful ruler. And she's gonna make that choice to save him, giving up her her right to sit there. And yeah, I, I hope so. I don't want to see that fucking that relationship get all fucking rocky throughout the last couple of episodes. I just think that's a cool part of the story. But, but yeah, like it's things this Sunday are going to be, are going to be lit for sure. Yeah. It's uh, game of Thrones is the one few shows that I like get nervous when I'm about to watch them. It sounds cheesy, but like, you know, like when a, like when a game seven, like your favorite team is getting ready to play or something like that. Whenever Game of Thrones gets started, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, what's, you know, now tonight's going to be something crazy, really crazy. So, and that's how it's going to be for from here on out. Because I was also thinking, I was like, all right, so they're going to start this battle and then Cersei's going to show up with her armies at some point and like try to take advantage of the situation and kill two birds with one stone. But then I was like, well, maybe it's, it makes more sense to to have the Night King diversion at, at um, Winterfell. You know, 
Winterfell, and he's actually heading towards King's Landing. It's kind of weird. You know what was kind of weird was when she asked the um, Golden Company where the elephants were, because we were. That's one of the biggest things that we were. Look, we were. We've been told about the Golden Company was how they have these huge elephants, and the elephants yeah. are going to be a big deal. And oh, we're going to see zombie elephants, and da 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 da. And then she goes, "Where are the fucking elephants?" He goes, "Yeah, they don't." like to go across the ocean you know like we were all looking for that was like a big plot point that we were all looking for and it kind of makes me wonder is that something they had to cut down on to you know just get the show out in time because they were just got too crazy and and thought too much about um you know cgi kind of like what they had to do with the wolves in last season where they couldn't you know do the story as much as they wanted to on the dire wolves Mm -hmm. but i'm I don't think the battle, uh, the battle's not finishing in Winterfell. I think it starts in Winterfell and Winterfell is going to fall and they're going to be forced to retreat. They're going to be forced to fall back. So it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Um, I think that I didn't think about that, you know, the Night King uh, dealing with playing with the dead Starks. And if he does that, that would be fucking sick. That would be really, really cool be a cool uh, plot point that I, I haven't heard that anywhere. So that's, that's what I'm thinking. Cause he can bring everyone back. It's like, you're just going to see, and it would be a cool way to bring um, their mom back too. Cause I know she comes back to life in the book and has a big, like has her own art. Yeah. She has yeah. her own like little storyline. And I yeah. think it'd be a nice nod to that bringing her back. But, but yeah, I think, that's what's gonna it's gonna be crazy to see see Ned Stark come walking out of there with like his head holding his own head. Yeah, it'd be a little bit too much, but it would be cool. It'd be dope. Because I I picked that up because they paid a lot. They played one of the the previews for it was them all in the crypt, and then like the 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 cold or the smoke rolls into the crypt in the preview. Yeah. And then there's also they're spending that's this is two episodes in a row they've showed John down there. So they're putting a lot of emphasis on that crypt down there. So yeah. I, I think something big happens down there. Well, a lot of people have been saying for years that, you know, the Night King is a Stark and that the reason why he wants to take Winterfell so badly is because his wife is stuck down there in those crypts. And um so that's why he wants to take Winterfell so badly. Um, so there's a lot of speculation that Bran is actually the Night King. Yeah, which would be really mm. stupid if I, that that whole theory is really dumb to me. But I mean, we have no idea any, where it's going. Um, it could be totally different than what he told uh, DB Weiss and what's the other guy's name? Uh, it's DB Weiss and the two showrunners. I forget, but. Uh, George R. R. Martin sat down with them and supposedly told them how it's supposed to end. And mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to know if they choose the, go, to go the way he said, or if they change it up. Um, hopefully they change it up. But, I think everyone's expecting everyone to die. So they're going to throw a curveball. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think death is death as far as like the main characters go, I think it's going to be very minimal. That would be great. That'd be great to me. Be cool to All make. I know is that Giant's Bane is like my favorite fucking oh, character. Fuck yeah, dude. Hilarious. Is the big woman still here? <laughs> and there's that awkward scene where he's drinking the giant's oh, yeah. like, that, that killed me. That was hilarious. 
but not I think our theory's coming to fruition there, Kyle. I mean, I think our theory is coming to fruition there. Not a lot of questions or activity in the chat. Jim, I think Blackest Night is one of the best comic storylines ever written, and I'm down with anything matching that story-wise. But it definitely does touch upon that. You don't have any uh, gerbil up the ass videos for us this week, do you, Brian? No, Armageddon. (laughs) Armageddon. Is that such a bummer that that's a fake story? Yeah, that bummed me out. I can't. I thought the giant. Chad said, "I can't believe the giant milk made giant milk scene made the cut." I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, they needed something to you know make it funny at that point because it was just everybody was on edge. Um, Chad wants to know if anyone's looking forward to Stranger Things. I am. I've been a fan of the show. The first two seasons were good. I've kind of fell off on last season, so. I have a feeling that this season is going to be rough because uh, where, what are they really going to do? You know what I mean? Uh, I think, I I mean, I don't know. It, it looks like they're like, I think they're only going to do, I think this is going to be four seasons total. So, I mean, though there's going to be another season after this, but I, it, I like the fact that it kind of looks like, the kids are getting older and there's that kind of that rift between them now a little bit where like they're all kind of going in their own direction. Uh-huh. So it'll be interesting, you know, what to see what, what happens. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I'm just scared that it's going to like this. The first season was fantastic. The season, the second season was pretty good. I just think it, it seemed like it, that's a hard show to keep going. And I think it, the reason the whole first season was so good is because it just took everybody by surprise. That's I agree. Kind of like agree. Guardians of the Galaxy. It just, it just, it just hits you like a ton of bricks. How fucking awesome is this? It was so. Now there's this expectation, so it just it's hard to keep up with. It was a perfect storm, man. The music was great in it. In it, the the you know homage to all the '80s stuff was great. The kids, the actors were great in it. So everything about it was kind of all hit at the same time as that perfect storm. And it's very hard to recreate that. Yeah. I think where it for Stranger Things is explore more of the other people because they only showed what, 11 and seven or something like that. Well, I think that's where it fell off last season is it was good right up until they started focusing on 11 strictly. And they did like her whole like runaway episode. I mean, becomes, they should like, focus more on like the other kids that that are like whatever number they are. They're just focusing focusing on just one. Are there other kids? I think she's the only one. No, there was a one girl who can like do te- telepathy. Also, the black girl. I don't know. It's been so long. I watched. I binged all of season two when it came out, and I haven't watched that show since. Just because there's yeah, so much good stuff on Netflix right now. I know yeah. it's ridiculous. Like it seems like every month there's a new like like show coming out that people are like, "Oh, you got to watch this! You got to watch this!" I I just watched uh, Evolution today. Remember that movie? It's awesome. It's so funny. There's always time for lubrication. <laughs> <laughs> cut it off! Cut! Don't cut it off! <laughs> it's going for testicles. Cut it off! Cut it off! <laughs> but yeah, I think. I think once that show comes back, it's going to light up Netflix again. 
<laughs> but I'm, I'm hearing good things about that Love, Sex, and Robots show too. I just haven't sat down to watch it. Yeah, it looks some, kind of some are good, like minisodes. Yeah, some of them were like, eh, it's all right. I'm watching Cheers. Were, Cheers. I can tell you what looks like absolute shit is like. So at the end of Gotham last night, they showed a preview for the new show Pennyworth. Yeah, I saw that. It looks, it, it looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> It looks real bad. Um, what else? There was some other stuff I was going to talk about. Um, the that, that uh, part in Avengers. Shoot. <laughs> when yeah, Love, Sex, and Robot. Love, Sex, and Robots is uh is on Netflix, Chad. <laughs> Every Dahmer movie is coming out next week too. The one's Zac Oh, Zac Efron. Yeah, yeah. That the, one's uh, be really good. There's already one on, or there's already one out that's pretty good, uh, called My Friend Dahmer. I saw that. That's that was pretty good, good too. Um, God, I fucking forgot what else I was going to talk about. There's something else I was going to talk about. Anything else that, that one part in Avengers trailer for yeah. like all the trailers before Avengers weren't really that good, other than Lang King. That I want to see. Movie looks kind of weird. I don't know if I, I could watch that. What the live action Lion King? No, Gemini. Oh, uh, see, I didn't see that. I had, I had the live action Lion King. Um, I had Men in Black International, which I want to see that. That looks good. Um, and you know, I can't remember the other trailer they showed. Oh, they Lion. showed the no, they showed the um, Phoenix. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, they showed yeah, us that, fun. and they showed us the new X Men. No, I didn't good. see the new. I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, don't they don't fuck that up. It's gonna get fucked up. Yeah, yeah been. People have already seen the cut of it. Says it say it's as bad as Rise of Silver Surfer. So, jeez, oh, I don't have high hopes for it. Yeah, it sucks. I want to talk Avengers. I want to talk Avengers so bad, but I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah, you can't really talk about it without spoiling something. Yeah. Watch it in Spanish. You watch it in Spanish. You should definitely wait like a week, and after a week, all I know is it's it's crushing, it's crushing box office numbers right now, and it it's got it holds the record now for the most money made on a Thursday. You know what's crazy about that is that literally there was probably fifteen people in the theater I saw it in. Are you serious? Really? Yep. My theater was completely sold out. Yep, fifteen people. And Kyle and I have been my brother. My brother works at the AMC in Westgate, and he was like, "Dude, he's like, people are pissing in bottles and like leaving piss bottles no. here because they don't want to go to the bathroom." Yeah, there was uh, hardly anybody at any of the uh, showings that I went to. That's crazy. What, I went what to time Notera, Notera Harkins at Notera. Uh, I have no <laughs> idea where that is. Over by I seventeen in Happy Valley, uh, up north. Yeah. Yeah, because I tried to go to the showing um, by the AMC by my house last night, and I got there, and they're like, "Yeah, we're we're completely sold out." Like they had a line outside already, Jeez. and I was trying to get tickets to go see it again tonight because I want to see it in IMAX. And my brother was like, "Dude, I just got to work, and like the line is outside and down the road, and, by, and going down the side of Dave and Buster's." It'd be cool to see an IMAX. Is IMAX? Do they have an IMAX non 3D? Yeah, Westgate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
because I I'm getting tired of the 3D. I don't know how much more 3D gives. Well, I don't think there's much of a reason to see honestly see Endgame in 3D. There's yeah, not much. I, yeah, I saw it in 3D and it didn't really give you that much, you know, other than a headache. Yeah. Yeah, they were going for mad money on uh, Craigslist and shit, Chad. Like they were going for hundreds of dollars on Craigslist and eBay before the movie. That's when they went on sale. Yeah. What's your question, Tim? Go ahead and ask it, bro. <laughs> I like how he has to raise his hand first. <laughs> if it, yeah. If it's if it's endgame related, I'm gonna put you in timeout. I'm telling <laughs> you that right now. Like just, like I, week, just like I did to that kid last week. Yeah, putting timeout for dropping a spoiler when he popped in. Go ahead and ask your question, Tim. That's what we're here for. <clears throat> Guess your question wasn't that important. <laughs> He's, he's typing like a four-page. <laughs> he's writing an essay, a thesis <laughs> yeah. on Endgame, a thesis. You know, it was... Yeah, I just couldn't believe someone was fucking streaming it on Facebook. I was like... They always do that, though. It was in the Glendale Swapping Shop. <laughs> uh, he says, how many erections did you guys have seeing Endgame? get while watching it i was up to seven <laughs> <laughs> it was just one constant one and it looked weird because i was watching it at work <laughs> yeah <laughs> Didn't get up. it's kind of an odd question to ask other dudes how many erections they got bro i i don't know i didn't count my erections because i was too busy watching the screen <laughs> well We'll have to talk about it. We'll have to do a full like rundown and review of it next next week or something. Give everybody a chance to see it tonight. Yeah, after about a week, it's it's kind of fair game. Yeah, a week is good. I don't want to yeah. be like like, like that dude we all know, fucking uh, to just out there straight trying to put spoilers out because he's an asshole. <laughs> I saw on like some Facebooks they're like you can't talk about Endgame until May 5th May 5th <laughs> you fucking stupid no 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 uh, yeah, May, gonna, May 5th gonna, would be next weekend yeah it'd be next Sunday or Friday or Sunday yeah because May the 4th is Saturday and that's free comic book day oh shit I'm seeing Slayer on Thursday. Ooh, look at you. Fuck yeah. But I don't know. I'm going to tell you guys what happened. I don't fucking care. Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, People died. Is there any cool things coming out for a free comic book day? Um, I haven't really looked. I haven't paid attention. Usually I've been trying to... I've just been trying to get everything situated for our the fact that we're going to be doing a free comic book day. I think it's I think the stickers are cool. Yeah, if nobody's seen the stickers yet, I got them. I actually got them right here. Where'd you so, get it from? I ordered them from a company store. online. Yeah, stickerstore.com. Just joking. It's not what it is. So if you guys are in the Phoenix area, come on down to Drawn to Comics uh, next Saturday for free comic book day, and we're giving out free. Absolute Geek Podcast comic code stickers. Baddest logo ever. So. <laughs> yeah, welcome. I got them online. 
So that's such a a, a, a cool logo. So we're gonna have the. I mean, yeah, I haven't really. Um, I haven't really just looked at free comic books day stuff yet. I'm trying to think the last year where there was something. I mean that that um, first appearance or that free comic day version of uh, the what's it called the Cat Umbrella Academy is going for like what two hundred dollars raw. Uh, Chad says my local comic store is only letting people grab four books to get more. You have to buy two books, get a fifth, and so on. They do that a lot. Like a lot of them limit the number of books you can get. I mean, I understand being able to get one of each. That, that I mean, they are free. Like I think Samurai like lets you get up to three. Like you can get up to three. I think that's the cool thing about all. drawing the comics is they just have them out and you can just grab comics. Yeah, I'm trying to look up the free comic book day books. There's nothing really that good. I mean, there's an Avengers book. Um, hey Chad, if you want a sticker. It's three 20, bucks it's 26 bucks <laughs> plus, 26 shipping. Bucks. plus shipping plus shipping <laughs> i mean there's nothing like out of the ordinary that's cool email us your address and we'll figure it out uh they got a riverdale what riverdale um they have a buffy stranger things they had riverdale last year too they have a Catwoman under the moon a Catwoman tale uh they have a ninja turtles one they always do Ninja Turtles. Uh, Deadly Class. They have a Deadly Class this year. They have Avengers. The Todd, the uh, Spawn one looks. Doctor Who. Cool. They have a Disney uh, Disenchanted. Or is it Disenchanted? Descendants. It looks like. They have a Bloodshot. Um, tick. They always do the Tick. The that um, <laughs> that Vault Comics one looks pretty good. That Treasury of British Comics cover looks pretty funny. Interceptor, weren't you reading that, Kyle? Yeah, it's Donny Cates. Yeah, so that Donny, so Interceptor has a, uh, they have a free comic book day book. They have a That's Pokemon weird, one. They must. I don't know if they're doing another one because they, he he ended both runs. They weren't very long. They were only like six issue runs. Yeah, it looks like a new one. Cool. It's a cool story. Everybody should try to check it out. That's what. That's the comic that got me into Donny Cates was interceptor there looks like a really good one called from uh that has the i hate f fairyland comic by um scotty young (laughs) young it's called starburns starburns presents and that looks like it could be a cool book speculation wise i've got a vampirella bob's burgers they do bob's burgers often i'll have to find out I'll have to find out from Ken at Drawn 2 what they're doing for Free Comic Book Day because usually they're I mean, giving out comics. Well, I know that, but on top of that, they usually have there's usually the comic book stores will do good like good deals or um there's a Spider Man free comic book day book. There's a tit the tick. It's all kinds of good stuff. The Samurai and Mesa is having a bunch of comic book artists there. Like who? Yeah, they usually have a little con. Yeah. It's mostly all local people. It's not it's not anyone cool like the year we went and then Jose had a stroke. <laughs> yeah. I wonder Paul Azacita was there. 
Yeah, usually there's a couple artists there drawing or something. Has he got anybody there at uh, drawing for that? I'm sure he does. Um, I haven't. I haven't really looked at what all the festivities are that's going on there yet. Um, I think Andy Carrion's back in town. Planning on doing that. He's gonna be. They came back next week, probably. He came back last year. Let's see. Tyler Button, Ryan Cody, of course. Chain <laughs> Photos, of course. Scott Goldenwalski, of course. John Goff, of course. Jay Gonzo, of course. Matthew Goodall. Uh, I don't think, I don't know, I've never seen him before. Uh, Jim Hanna. Uh, Mark, Mike Macopoulos. Are those all people that are going to be in Drawn? Yeah. Uh, Meredith McLaren. Ernie. Ernie's going to be there. He's pretty cool. Um, Ryan Quackenbush. Sanders? What? Sanders? Who's that? Bernie Sanders. He's the guy who's going to be Bernie, not Bernie. Ernie. Oh, Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> I thought he said Bernie. Uh, Val Tiger? Armand. What? What? Armand Villavert. He's pretty cool. Uh, John Derek West. Never heard of him. Tyler Button. And then that's him. Uh, Chad wants to know if any of you guys are reading Sharky the Bounty Hunter. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know if I've even heard of that. I haven't either. <laughs> and then Tim says, okay, serious question. What are each of you picking up at the comic shop on a regular basis? I get Walking Dead. Yep, I do. Flash. Too. Detective. Batman. I get uh, any Matina cover that comes out, which gets expensive some weeks. Because um, like he did... Like this week, he did three fucking Spawn covers. And it's hard to say, I want every Matina cover and then start putting them back when they, you know what I mean? The Spawn cover for free comic book day is Matina. It's an exclusive Matina cover. I get, uh, I get, uh, Paper Girls is still out. They're almost done. Are they ending that series? Yeah, it's getting close. Oh shit! Um, I get uh, that's that's the one I say you can get a number one for a decent price online. I say buy that up because it's only a matter of time before they turn that into a show or a movie. It's gonna be fucking. Uh, I still need to send away and get my. Uh, Brian has one. He sent away for it. Oh, you're a fucking paper girls card or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Can you still do that? I think so. Where do you send? I can't even remember where you send for it. Self-addressed stamp envelope and I forget where it's to send it to, but if you can still get them, man, that'd be something to jump on quick. What else do I get? That's about, that's about my, my comic book. That's about everything that I get. Oh, I get Teen Titans. Mostly DC stuff. I'm, I'm not really getting anything right now. Like I, I'm a pro. Just all I buy is just major X, just major X books. <laughs> I just got to buy a major X. Um, right now I'm buying hit girl, but full disclosure, I'm only buying it. Cause Kevin Smith is writing it. Um, the book I'm really into right now, though, is uncanny X-Men uncanny X-Men is my jam right now. I got to thank. uh, I actually got to thank Greg Schoen from, uh, Ray gun for telling me about it. Cause. For, oh, uh, X-Men. Yeah. Uncanny. Yeah. 
I need to start getting into the monthly game. Jesse is going to be doing monthlies here again soon. So you got to go to a different comic shop than Jesse's. Like it's time to expand your horizons, Brian. <laughs> I did pick up some two cool books. They'll check these out. So this is a really tough um, homage to the spawn or the Spider-Man cover by uh, McFarlane. That Spider-Man number one. We can't That's see it. To do. This is a really tough one to find. It's, um, it's a Canadian comic book called oh, The Fire Dad. Wow. And uh, I picked up two of these pretty damn cheap the other uh, week. Where the hell uh, did you find that at? Uh, these are tough to find, man. Um, I usually try to snipe them on eBay, um, but I found uh, two in the wild. So I found this and another one in the wild uh, last week for hmm. a dollar a piece, and, which is pretty nice because they go for anywhere from like, you know, hundred bucks to 300 bucks on ebay and then um i got this book which is really really cool it's uh frank cho's first ever cover he did um and it's really oh, really tough to find hmm. so Cavewoman? uh yeah this is <laughs> i've been looking for this for years and finally found it so yeah well those are cool there's a tail going crazy behind you. Yeah, I'm just probably going to go outside. <laughs> Herbic Simpson oil hasn't kicked in yet. Mm. He oh, can't he walked about, away. She was crying about the light refracting off of the covers. Uh, crazy dogs. <laughs> what about you, Jose? Are you picking up anything on a regular basis? Um, uh, not really. The only thing I was picking up was um, Black Orchid or Blackbird. And I didn't pick up this month. But that's about it. I haven't really gone comic book shopping. Is that a, kented, a scented candle back there? What, that? No, that's my fireplace. Your fireplace. Right there. For his sex dungeon. <laughs> his sexcapades. Let me out! <laughs> I don't know. I just... I, I say it every week, but like, there's just not a lot of interest. I'm not drawing a lot of interest for, from monthly readers right now. So there's not a whole lot out there. That I'm, I'm really picking up into. I think that's what a lot of people right now. And I, I've gotten to the point where I'm done just throwing money at people. So I'm not going to just buy a book just because like, Oh, I want, I like, I'm, I've been buying it. If I'm not going to read it, I'm not going to pay for it. That's what I need to get to. Cause like every, I stopped reading Rednecks, but I still get it. I have same thing with Venom. I just still get it. Yeah, uh, I have a few titles where I just I look at them, like Old Man Logan. Why the fuck am I still getting that? I don't even know the last time I haven't read it since the original creative team left. Yeah, I bailed. The one book I did get that I haven't read yet is uh, everyone keeps telling me about is fucking Die, number yeah. one. It's the fifth printing, and they had one of the comic shops. I was like, oh, screw it. I'll check it out. But I haven't read it yet. <laughs> because part of me is like, it's a fifth printing. Who cares? That's a hot book, man. That's big, big book on the secondary speculating market. So it looks pretty cool. I just haven't taken the time to read it yet. You know, video games and pretending to have a life and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Jose, I play my video games after the show. <laughs> I don't do it while I'm you're recording. Too busy, so. You're too busy planning all that stuff for free comic book day that we're going to be doing. Yeah. 
it's all cons- that cool stuff. It's consuming all your time. Not really. But I mean, I am because like I'm trying to figure it out because I've got dudes and couch crunchers asking me questions about it. And then like I'm having to direct them to Ken and and it's just like I whatever, dude. Like I'm sitting there today in Endgame watching the movie and my fucking legs going. Burr, 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 burr. And it's, it's these guys having a conversation about like free comic book day shit. I'm like, dude, are, are you kidding me right now? Oh, I'm so glad I'm not in that conversation. I thought you were. Nope. Or did you leave? Nope. Absurd. Neither. Not in it. And I didn't leave. Like free comic book day is fun because you get to, you know, get free see, comic books. Yeah, get free comic books. And that's a lot of the ways now some kids are getting their first comic book, a free comic book day. And it's, it's, a, it's a cool event. It's the same as it used to be, that's for sure. No, but it's still a cool event. Like they usually make an event out of it, so. And there's usually always lines everywhere you go for it. So, yeah, hopefully he's got something cool going on, like a 50 cent sale or a dollar sale or something along those lines. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's going to have sale wise, but it should be a good time all the way around. You get to come hang out with us and we get to hang out with other podcasts in town. So that's cool, too. Maybe we should even record a live episode from there and interview people about pre book day. I think that would be a good idea. So. Something worth trying. <laughs> let's do it. Let's set up and let's record. How hard would but, that be? Would that be pretty tough, Matt? No. I mean, as long as where they have it set up is has Wi-Fi, I've got all the mics we can need and, and stuff, so. Yeah. wouldn't be too hard he said he was going to right yeah it would just the the bad part will try to be getting like table stands for all of it which will be some money but it's not a big deal it's fucking fucking dude you, know, you can rent them nah why rent what i can own yeah but if you're only going to use them a couple times yeah, but that just means I have to make two trips to Guitar Center to so just I use want to uh, go to anyways. Yeah. Brian's mic and I'll use it as one mic. No, that would say why? Why would we do that? Yeah. Just saying. I've got all of the mics we used to use that I can all I need to do is just get table stands for we'll them. We'll do a price is right style. We'll just hold it just like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my laptop and I'll bring the webcam and we can we'll make a dad bod forno yeah there we go (laughs) (laughs) we'll make brian dan shirtless for money on online yeah that's gonna happen on my free on my free cams (laughs) show me the cans yeah show me brian's cans you don't want that I think we should do it. Well, it's a plan. We're doing it. I almost made a shirt this week with Brian's fallen asleep picture that said squirt quench your thirst. And it's just him like passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help. I couldn't help myself making, making pictures this week. They were awesome. <laughs> Tim says do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> yeah. 
do you the, get from the uh the the Photoshop Truffle Shuffle with Burt Kreischer. I don't know if you guys follow Burt Kreischer, but like that one part in Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really. Tony Stark did the Truffle Shuffle. I don't really follow him. Brian. Uh, Brian. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, it's a squirt. He's teasing you. <laughs> Nothing like that. Squirt. When you open up that can of squirt, that noise that it makes. Yeah. Not over carbonated, but not under carbonated. It's perfectly. What is Frank the Tank say? The squirt. Keith, I thought it was funny that Keith commented in our picture. He was like, damn, maybe we should just let him keep drinking squirt so he keeps his ass awake. <laughs> <laughs> Falling asleep because he's all squirted out. Squirted out. <laughs> squirted up and squirted out. Got to squirt it out. So who else was at the show band-wise, Kyle? It was a band called Dead. It was POD, Parkway Drive. POD, wow. Right. Hello, 1996. <laughs> uh Parkway Drive, Kill Switch Engage, and Suck Biscuit. I'll tell you the band that killed it, killed it, killed it, killed it was fucking Parkway Drive. Yeah. You ever heard that band? I think you've talked about them before. Yeah. The fuck, man. They, Dude, it was it was like old school rowdy. Crazy mosh pits, people constantly crowd surfing, fucking you're stuck in the crowd and just swaying because everyone's just moving. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like... Like it was, there was at one point, man, where I, I was standing next to this dude, man, and he had his phone out and he was recording it. The dude behind him took the phone out of his hand and threw it into the crowd. Oh, wow. Dude was still kind of like holding his hands up, going, like, What, what the fuck just happened? Fuck? Like, you, yeah, like, like you didn't know what just happened. Yeah, like, like he was appalled. Like, like and he said, Be right back, dude. And he just fucking moved the crowd and went up and came back about five minutes later with his phone. Damn. Powered through it. Found it. But yeah, the dude, I was like, I told my son, I said, don't take your fucking phone out and record it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it anyway. The Parkway, dude, they fucking, for a bunch of Australian dudes, dude, they fucking killed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, they're so fucking badass live. Oh my God. They're just fucking hardcore. So you, when I asked you for the outline for this week, Kyle, you said something about fake Chinese comic books. Yes. So Brian probably knows about this because they've been talking about it all over the CBSI group. So it's yeah, what's happening is there's these there's these people popping up on eBay from China with like Hulk 181s, fucking like major issues and they're selling them for like $87 and people are buying them, but they're like fake replica knockoff fucking comic books. But they're, they're, uh, they're all over eBay right now. If you, if you go up and look there, there'll be, it'll be a person from China with zero feedback selling the fucking one of the biggest books you can think of. Yeah. That's your first, your first, little thing it's red flag at the red flag but i mean to these people to a lot of these people they're and it's not like a couple but there's 
A lot of them. There's yeah. Just, all of a sudden, it's just popping up. I mean, they've been talking about it in the CBSI group for like the last, like, probably like five days. It's been the, the topic in the, in, on Facebook, not on you, G+. Do you buy any? Three. Yeah. I got three, I got three Chinese Hulk 181s now. <laughs> I, just, I just think that's crazy, though. I figured Brian would have been all over knowing about that. No, I haven't heard anything about that, to be honest, man. I'm not surprised, but I haven't heard anything. I'm surprised it took this long to start seeing the knockoff stuff like that. Yeah. And it's not like the Hulk 181, you know, 399, you know, re- reproduction cover that just came out. I mean, it's it's everything about it looks like, you know, the old one. Yeah. It's, like it, with a paper? It's a d- decent uh, re- scammer copy. Yeah. So what would down to the paper? Be able to tell, like, how would you pinpoint that it's a scammer copy if you didn't know any better? Yeah. It's just the red flags of buying online. Yep. Zero feedback. A book that's too good to be true for a price that's too good to be true. Fucking just, there's just too many, you know, there's just, yeah, some once in a while you do get a deal, but for the most part, no, no one's selling like like that. one for $81. Yeah. So, but I just, it's just like, I'm just waiting for one of these people that bought one because people I have bought them. I have a distant coven, cousin in Nigeria who wants to give me money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me a prince. yeah, and Prince in Nigeria who's a distant cousin who wants to give me money. I just got an email from him. So, I mean, it's not hard to believe that maybe some man in China wants to give you a free Hulk 181. I wouldn't mind. I want to see if I could find him. In a, I was hoping like the, the words in it would be like poorly translated. Or like they reworded it. I no one has come out yet and said like uh, they got scammed. Like we're like everybody's kind of like waiting. I mean, do you want to be that first guy to come out and be like, "Oh, I bought a a shitty book, a shitty scam book from from Japan," and have everybody jump all over you and calling you an idiot and shit? I think everyone's just kind of like uh, a lot of whatever. I think it's more now it's more of like a now we really want to see what it looks like. What did it feel like? What what do the pages actually look like? You know what I mean? I think that's kind of where it's at now. Yeah. Like I'm trying to find it. Hey, Terrence says you should buy one and send it out to get graded. <laughs> right? <laughs> Take out the staples. Resample it. I got my major X for that. I just think that's I, they just I don't know that's just crazy. Like I'm surprised it's actually taken this long. You think there'd be more books like that kind of in circulation that are the scammer type books? There are, man. There definitely are. Um, and and both uh, grading, you know, companies have had you know, issues in the past where somebody on the inside was you know scamming, you know, working with another guy to over you know grade books and this and that so what about the new uh the new grading company that's coming into play is it worth looking at them to start grading books through i wouldn't grade anybody other see for a while man that's for sure so did you see cbcs came on and said they won't 
honor CGC yellow labels now? Yeah, this is a pissing match between CBCS and so, CGC. So what they because CGC has never honored the CBCS yellow labels, but it's because somehow they found out that CGC is breaking the chain of custody when holding the books. They're letting people. I guess they found out at uh, what's that one in Chicago? C two graham crackers. I think it's C2E2. Graham Crackers? Graham Crackers. There's a comic book. There's a big comic book store in Chicago called Graham Crackers. Oh, oh okay, okay. Um, I guess they were letting people get books signed without witnesses, and they were letting people take their books home and bring them back the next day to finish getting signed. And I guess word came of that, that they were letting people do that, and I guess it, CBCS was like, we're not going to honor the – after a certain date – well, it was a certain convention, wasn't it? It was like I, I think it was C two E two. Anything after that, a certain convention, they weren't going to let you do it anymore. Because yeah, it's it's a date. I forgot the date. I I have it. I think screenshotted somewhere. C two E two. I think it is C two E two. Honestly, yeah, yeah, that is the big one in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, that's just I, like it. Just was it just too out of control? And it was just. Like, I wonder what happened to make them break that much of chain of custody. Because we've had books signed and people are there. I mean, like, once that, that dude doesn't get more than a few feet from you. Or girl, you know what yeah. I mean? While you're getting stuff signed, it's it's They're like fly on shit. Yeah. So, I mean, to all of a sudden just be like, yeah, sure. Go take your fucking book and do whatever you want with it. Just say it seems kind of it seems kind of weird. BS. Just from all the firsthand knowledge of like what a pain in the ass it was to actually get somebody to fucking follow you across the other end of a convention so that you could stand in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here, keep standing in line. Text me. Uh, text me when you get close, you know, because they want to go get fucking something to eat and shit or something. So, yeah, there was their post. So it says, Due to changes in CGC witnessing procedure that effectively break the chain of custody on witnessing signatures um, and could have potentially negative impact by compare, um, com- compromising the integrity of the authorization author, uh, the authorized signature program, CBCS will not be able to honor CGC yellow label books with signatures dated from 1999 and beyond. Or sorry, 2019, not 1999. What the fuck am I thinking? And beyond. <laughs> Going forward, any comic um, removed from a CGC holder and submitted with signature dates of 2019 and up will need to have those signatures verified through CBCS VSP program. Any CGC yellow label dated prior to 2019 <clears throat> are still eligible to be transferred to CBCS yellow labels. I think it's a money grab is what it sounds like to me. Because then if you're getting another book, if you're getting another book, uh, fucking signed that's already got a, like a CGC witness signature label on it. It's a way for there to make you use their verification service at the end too. To I think it's what Brian said. I think it's just part of the pissing match. It's a pissing match. Yeah. Between the two companies. Oh, we found something out. We're just going to fucking, okay, yeah. you don't honor our yellow labels. We won't honor yours now. Exactly. And if you read the comments underneath that post that CBCS put out, um, or yeah, CBCS, uh, they are fucking hilarious. Everybody's just ripping them. Like, 
nobody cares. Where are our books? Why is it taking 10 months to get our books back? We don't give a shit about it. I see people in there say, I got my books back for CBCS in three weeks. You're a fucking liar. Yeah, those guys are liars for sure. They're CBC planted spies. Yeah. They're people that are just planted there to talk good. I just, I don't know. I, I, I would like to, I would like someone to step forward that said, yes, they let me take my book home, sign and bring it back tomorrow to finish, get signed. And then they took my book. Like, you know what I mean? I want that dude to please step up. I want to. What fixes all this is just a little bit of uh, on-site grading. On-site grading. They should all be doing it. If you're going to take the time to, and this is what I think, if you CBCS and CGC, you know what? You're going to stock a crew of seven people for a show. Train two of those motherfuckers to encapsulate. Right. And you know what? Train them all to encapsulate, and you could take shifts. So you're not stuck just encapsulating. Okay. Numb nuts and nummy nuts will fucking encapsulate. Um, no, fucking ball and sack will run around and get signatures for everybody. Yeah, they sp- you're right. They spend too much time doing all the signature stuff when they could be grading books. And they can alternate. You know what? It slows down. Okay, it's a slow day. It, okay, it's getting towards the end of the night. It's slowing down. There's seven of us here. Why don't four of us break off and go braid the, grade the fuck out of some books? So we can get these people their books back and they don't have to wait 10 months for them. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think it's sad. I'm sure there's some reason behind it that it, it's overly complicated that we're not thinking of or whatever. So but she does it. They've done it at a couple of conventions. How often do they do it now? Two conventions a year, two or three a year. It's at least two. It might be three. They do it at Baltimore and then they do it at, uh, a floating one i can't remember it's always always at baltimore and they did it at c2e2 this year also so at least c2e2 in baltimore every year and i think that they're talking about doing it at emerald city maybe emerald city i'd be more enticed to get my books graded if i could get them done right there on the spot instead of having to wait months for them and Uh, that way it guarantees me it's my book coming back to me yeah. Home. Well, you don't get them on the spot. You wait a day. It's usually a day. You know, you bring them in the first even a, on even a day, dude. Like I agree. My awesome. book. I agree. Yep. And yeah. That way, I, if it's not your book, you're you're gonna take up a conversation with the dude right there. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see what uh, what happens over the next couple of months because there's gonna be a lot of books being getting graded. Have you talked to Sean? Yep. Books are all set up. Yep, everything's good to go. He's he's gonna. Um, as a matter of fact, instead he's he's gonna press them and then send them straight to CGC. All the books that we don't want signed, he's gonna send straight to CGC and then send the books we want to get signed at the con back. He says, you know, and that way I guess he gets a a, a discount. So. Huh. Cool. Yeah. But you're even in the midst of all this, you're still going to send high dollar books off with CGC to get shit signed without you being there to see it. 
Yeah, because they turned that high dollar book into a high dollar book times a hundred. But you, <laughs> okay, but you don't think that this news, if there's any um, validity to it, hurts the grading process and hurts what the grade of a book is going to be, or I what could, signatures I could are? Care less if it's if it's a book that I'm selling, I could care less. I all as long as the customer is happy getting that book. So, but then if they find out that the signature is fake, you're the one that's going to have to answer for it. Not true, because that's why there's only going to be CGC to hold held accountable, not us. We're not the people putting our names saying that it's, you know, correct. CGC is the company that's yeah. saying, yes, we have authorized the signature. We've witnessed it. And CGC doesn't uh, do, uh, you know, what CBCS does. So CGC only does it at when they. Right. But they're saying that CGC is their chain of command is broken. So they're not being able to correctly verify signatures because you don't know if that's actually that person's signature. You don't know if it's just fucking little Timmy in the background signing books. Well, most of the times that we, we get so you're right for the people that are sending their books to people to get, have them get signed. But most of the time you're getting them signed yourself and you're watching the artist. Yeah, that, but like you're, you're talking about sending off high dollar books to other conventions with, with, you know, that you're not going to, so you don't know what's happening. I'm what's not, that book? Oh yeah. I'm not sending any, I'm not doing that ever. So okay. nope, me neither. Yeah. I think that's, that's wrong. Don't even, don't even think about doing that. Yeah, I'm not gonna fuck with that. Yeah, the chain of command is. I could care less about whether the, you know, the chain of command just how many people are touching my books. That's a big deal, you know. So, you know, you got ten different people touching my book. I could care less. Get off my book, bitch. I could care less about the autograph at that point. But. Definitely something worth bringing up. That's for sure. Asking about their chain of custody. Yeah. Well, if you if you walk up to them and they walk with you to get the book signed, they walk with you back and they hand it to them and they do the thing where they wrap it in plastic and they slide your paperwork into it, then that's the entire chain of custody. Yep. I now, if they say if they say go ahead and take that home. And bring it back tomorrow, and we'll finish it up. Then it's broken. I, well, I, I can't wouldn't of any time that they do that. But if that's is that what CBCS is saying? Yeah, if you read the thing about it, that's what they said was happening. Is they were letting people take their books home, bring them back the next day, finish getting signed. They were letting people just run off and get their books signed without having anybody standing with them. Oh, willy nilly. Yeah. Running away all nimbly bimbly. Yep. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't know. I just need to. I mean, to, the way I knew, you know, I wouldn't trust sending my books off to because I know you've done it a couple times, Kyle. Set your books with CBCS off to other conventions to get shit signed. And but then again, I'm a very skeptical person. I don't. Hmm. I, I've yeah, I've, I've sent quite a few books across this country to get signed and sent back to me. I've said, I think it's smart to be skeptical. I mean, the doubt's always in your head because you, because you really don't know. Yeah. The, the, the cool thing about most of the books that I sent away were already autographed. So it was adding an autograph to it. So then I knew they were my books. Like the only book. Well, yeah. Oh, 
I've got two instances where I'm like, there's no way I sent this book <laughs> to get signed. And I do not remember this book looking like this, but that just might be me being more critical on it when I got it back. But like, uh, the only book I've, cause I, there's just, there's, I would say there's, there's a couple books. I would probably say to all my graded books, I would honestly say, I don't think that's my book or, or I don't remember. There he goes. Who? Jose. No, I was thinking of something about falling asleep. <laughs> no, no, but I, I would say, you know what? I'll get him out one of these shows and I've shown to Brian. Cause Brian's, when we send books away, Brian and I look at them pretty fucking detailed. Like, I don't think there's a book I've sent away over the last few years that Brian didn't look at first and vice versa for the most part. You guys part. take pictures anyways. Yeah. So... I, you know, because you got to think about that, though. If there's a stack of 20 books and it's the same fucking book, who goes to show you just don't fucking just put them together and hand them over? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also important to always have good pictures or, or files. You, you cut one of the corners off so you know it's your book. Uh, <laughs> right on the back cover. This, right this book belongs to Kyle. Put a sticker with her name on it. <laughs> it's got my name and phone number inside the back cover and, and crayon <laughs> oh man or put a stamp like the original ones <laughs> like yeah there's a call. I mean, why Why did I send this book off to just yeah. be good <laughs> there's no way I sent this book looking like this yeah the first uh, that the one book in particular that's popping in my head right now is uh Detective Comics, first Jock and Snyder. Uh, Tim says, I was thinking about sending a few books for grading. Is it worth getting them cleaned and pressed as well? Pressed is, depending on the books, but if it's, they've got pressable features, if not, then it's a waste of time. But what yeah. about cleaning? I've never heard of cleaning. Well, I guess I have, but wouldn't that be considered restoration? Not if you do it right. Yes. I would say when it comes to grading books, make it like it should be worth it. Unless you get caught. Until you get caught. (laughs) But like it it just like, you know, just like when you had asked earlier in the chat in our in our Facebook group chat uh, about getting books signed and graded and which books should I get signed? Yeah, where he's talking about he's going to a convention and he, what books he should get signed. I by, um, by who was it? Was this uh, dude who's doing Spider Man? Yeah, Ryan Ollie. Like, I think if you're not gonna get them graded, it doesn't matter what book you get signed by them. Yeah, because if you're not gonna get graded, it's harder to sell. It's you're, I mean, I've you're, got books signed by Ollie that he just did cover art on. But it's, it's, you know what I mean? If if you're trying to, if, if, if it's something you're trying to do, like Brian does, to get signed, graded and flip in that case, make it worth it. 
Make the books worth it. But if it's something you're doing for your private collection, for yourself, and, and you don't like, want to get them graded, get just it doesn't matter which one you get at that point. Like that right there. That's Ryan Otley's signature right there, and that's Charlie Adler right there. And Otley did the cover of it. He had nothing else to do with the book other than just the cover. And I had a chance to get it signed by him, so I did. It's just a matter of what you want for your personal collection. Like I got that book graded. Yeah, I didn't. I don't grade my books though, so. Like the um, X Men two sixty six first Gambit, and the Kerbert Kubert only did the cover. He didn't do the interior work. When I got it, got him signed to. But, do but you guys are saying it like it's a bad thing. He's they're part of the book. Yeah, like that's their no, art book. I agree with you. It doesn't matter. I agree he with said, you. He said, "I have a couple of uncanny two sixty sixes, and the owner of the local shop said something about having them cleaned, which I've never heard of." Uh, if they're like um, Brian could probably go into detail about that or talk about that about the difference between cleaning yeah so the problem with people saying cleaning nowadays is they're probably talking about dry cleaning and you can dry clean books but it's tough to do if you're not having a a person that's a professional it's hard there's not very many professionals out there but there's certain books that you can quote unquote dry clean and some people who are oppressors or that are just saying that and not really doing anything and charging people for it. But the other people, if there are people that are actually doing it, there's, um, there's like ways to take, you know, certain things off a book, but most books, the damage is done by, um, if it looks dirty, it's mold. And that's crazy to say, but, um, most books that look like they're dirty or they have like, you know, smudge on it that's that's called foxing it's a type of mold that those uh old books get but um other than that i I would ask them what they're doing when they clean it you know so they can also take that um there's that putty stuff it's like a like a moldable putty that's an eraser that you can use that people who like work with like um you know lithographs and stuff like that if they've got to like get some dirt off of it or something they take that putty and they there's a certain way to use it and get it off and um tim i'll uh i'll look for um a web there's a good couple good web pages out there about pressing and cleaning um and uh i'll send it to you it's definitely can ruin your book so just just be ready if done wrong yeah, if you're sending it to somebody. Like our buddy, when we were going through his collection, we could see where somebody who wasn't very good at pressing was trying to – who's fucking clicking? Um, no, me. It's Jose. It's always Jose Clicker. <laughs> um, clicker. You could tell that, that they, they were learning to press or they were in that stage of they figured out pressing and they were getting better, but they had – you could tell that they had pressed a few books and you could tell that the books were fucked up now because of whatever process they used to do it. And they were, you could tell they were, they were good at the pressing part, but not at the cleaning part. And there was probably some cleaning that they were trying to do. And they actually removed some of the, some of the, um, the coloring, the ink on the covers. So Man, I almost pulled the trigger on this Amazing Spider-Man 122 three different times this week, and I just couldn't do it. Just do it. Then you have it. Nah. Maybe one day I'll get it for my collection. 
one day. What are those running for now? Um, a decent one for a hundred something bucks. Yeah, hundred and fifty to two hundred bucks for a decent one. And that's raw. Yeah. That's interesting. And I remember when I found that book for three dollars. <laughs> I found my first appearance of Carnage at uh, Collector's Marketplace. I found it. The white the, one or the gray one? The white one. The white I found one. two of them in the dollar bin in the dollar boxes. They moved. I don't even think they sell books there anymore. They moved to a new store. Like they split that place, didn't they? Because like the new place that across from Ken's, uh, the Force figures or whatever. That's people who used to own be part of Collector. Yep. They got too big for the britches. I haven't been in there in a long time. I haven't sold comics in a while. But yeah, that's where I got my uh, first cartridge. Is at my first prints cartridge. They're in the dollar bins. Hmm. Nice. But it, it was before it was super hot. You know what I mean? It was. It hadn't. You know they were. I was like, hey, woohoo! Like, I've been wanting to go over there for like Dragon Ball figures and shit. Like, cause I've I've been the reason I haven't is cause I've been looking for like I've been looking for a display case for my my Dragon Ball statues, and every time I like find a good one on Facebook yard sale that's like one hundred fifty to two hundred bucks, I'm like, man, I should I should totally um, Get pull the trigger on that. I should totally pull the trigger on that. And dude, I I went to IKEA and I bought one from there. Long story short, I got it home. I got all I got three of the four sides in the fourth side. I went to set in a place and it shattered. So it well, don't do your foot. I didn't do it with my foot, <laughs> but that's how you feel it in. <laughs> I've just been going back and forth, and then I used money to buy stickers for Free Comic Book Day and some other shit for the podcast. So I just been kind of going back and forth on it. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Oh, shirts are done, so I'm just waiting to get them. Yes, so they if, are. If anybody's looking for a shirt, hit me up. Were you going to send a sticker to Andy? Um, I was thinking about it, but I don't know if I want to set him up to get molested by you. (laughs) He's going to get molested either way. He's going to have... Let let, let him get a prize. The prize of Jose. (laughs) Come here, you want the chimichanga? I want to go to... (laughs) I want to go to... um, Tim Hortons, White Castle, and I don't know what else is over there to eat. You can go all the way there to get White Castle, and you can just drive to Scottsdale. No, they're, no, no. They're not new. They're not new shirts, Tim. They're the same shirt you've got, except it's not fucked up. We went through Jay, who listens to the podcast, to get it done right, so it's it doesn't have the white background on the comic code. It actually it's actually looks like a stamp, like it's supposed to. Like the one on in the back of you? Yeah, like the one behind me on framed on my on my wall. The one I designed so long ago. Designed. So long ago, <laughs> Jose. So long ago. But Yep, and then when these shirts go That's it? No, we'll Limited do addition. No, we'll do another set of different like We'll do the Jose Chibichanga falling asleep shirt. <laughs> there was a really good one that you were talking about the other last show, Matt. Do you remember what it was? What, the block by Liefeld? Yes. <laughs> Hashtag. 
That would be uh, hilarious. You know, we should just start putting that on all of our stuff. I thought you know about that? finding like two pictures of like really shitty feet he did and blocked by Liefeld. I should take the Captain America, the big chest Captain America photo he did, <laughs> like scr- like scratch out the eyes and then like put like in red like a red stamp blocked by Liefeld. Or yeah. uh, like a like a uh sensor bar yeah. space. The next set of shirts, that's what's gonna it's gonna say it on the back in small right at the every top shirt, of the shirt. Yeah. It's gonna every say shirt. by Liefeld. Yep. Yeah, every shirt, either on the inside at the bottom, somewhere it should in small letters say block li- blocked by by Liefeld. Yep. The next round of shirts will definitely have blocked by Liefeld. That's how you can tell it's an official absolute geek shirt because it's yes. blocked by Liefeld on it. Yeah, you know that find it. Those, those Supreme shirts. You know, with the red box. Maybe, yeah. we get, maybe we can get Jay to put them on there. Yeah, it should say Absolute Geek instead of Supreme. Yeah, or a block by Liefeld. Over the eyes. And it, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. I don't want to rip off someone else's, like, I don't know. I don't want them to be like, oh, you guys are using my design by doing it's the Captain America shit. But. It's a mo- homage. Oh, uh, I, I'm going to message Jay and say, hey, can you take all those shirts and put Blocked by Liefeld on him. <laughs> I, I don't have to Photoshop a club foot on him, Jay or uh, Tim. Most of Rob Liefeld's Deadpool's have a club foot. Yeah. I should take the, I should take the the Major X, and uh, put that picture on there, and just like with the guns in the air, blocked by Liefeld. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Major blocked by Liefeld. We'll have to do that. I'll I'll think of something. So, did Endgame have an end, end credit scene? No, the, no, no. End credit sound, but not yeah. an end credit scene. Uh, yeah. So, you guys out there, if you haven't seen it, you don't have to waste your time hanging around. Although it is cool to watch the trailer because I did like or the the um credits because they do a really nice um like presentation for all of the for all the actors and stuff signed and everything yeah so it like shows their their like photo and then says their name and it like shows their signature and stuff so it's it's pretty cool another thing that was really cool and i can't remember the name of the song but the way they opened the movie with that one song that was a perfect song to open the movie with yeah it's quite a view song in there can't remember but can't remember yeah, let me see if I can look it up. Did you did you guys see the shit Google did today? Yeah, it was yeah. Awesome. I did that. <laughs> you click on it and it erases your Google search history. <laughs> it drops it from ninety four million to seventy four million, and then if you <laughs> click, if you click it again, it puts them back. Oh, really? Yeah, if you click it again, it it does the Doctor Strange, and it puts them all back. Hmm. And it puts it back to ninety four million, which I was like, who? Yeah, Doctor Doctor Dear Mr. Fantasy. Yeah, that's a, that's what Tim just said in the chat. Dear Mr. Fantasy was the song. Yeah. He was disappointed that there was no Stanley tribute at all. I wasn't. I thought they did it good. They did and, it with the last movie. Yeah, they Captain did it Marvel. good in Captain Marvel, and that's that's where that is. That's all I have to say about that. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you guys think that this Marvel's gonna do away with the end credit scene, or do you think it was just because this is like the end of this? I think it was the end. Phase. I think it's, they're just that. doing it as the end of an era. There's, there's nothing tying it to the next one. That's 
it was kind of it's the end that was kind of what the end credit scene was for well i figured it would tie to like spider-man far from home since they came out and said that far from home is the actual last movie in the infinity gems or infinity wars trilogy or not trilogy but series so because they're saying spider-man far from home is the definitive last movie in the the saga the infinity saga I guess is what they call it. So I figured you would have saw something for that, but no, no uncredited scene. I wonder why they're saying that. I don't know. Probably because it's going to still deal with fallout from shit that happened in this movie. Did it take place after? Yeah, it takes place after the events of uh, Endgame. Okay, good. So... We'll have to, like I said, we'll have to do a full-on like endgame discussion. Spoiler everything here in a week or something. Yeah, give people time to see it because it's really hard to get a hold, get a hold of tickets right now. So it's stupid. I I looked all day today. I got like three hours of sleep last night. Oh, oh, poor baby. Oh. Jose saw the the six o'clock showing. Seven twenty. You only got three hours of sleep. So I I didn't get home till like midnight. Then I didn't go to sleep till almost one. Then I woke up at four to work. Go to work. Oh. They could have had thank you stand at the end of the credits. Eh. I think they're I think they're moving on, man. It's time. Like that's uh, his last. That movie has his last cameo in it, and it's it's moving on. Too bad they're not gonna um, expand from him being the watcher from from all all the movies. He can't watch anymore. Jose's dead. Yeah, he I can't know. Watch anymore. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Can't expand on that. <laughs> that fucking picture though that <laughs> Tim posted <laughs> today. You're getting to meet the Avengers tomorrow. You're gonna meet Stanley. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that picture killed me. <laughs> the little kid in the hospital bed. Oh man, it's so it's so dark and morbid, but it's so funny. Uh, you gotta laugh at some point of that. I mean, even when even when my brother was at his worst in the in the hospital, he was still laughing about it. So, is that his brother behind him, or is that scratch and sniff? No, it's my brother. Actually got him out of the house to watch the movie today. Nice. Yeah. You're gonna have to have him come and sit on be on the podcast one night. Oh yeah. He's always down, man. I could tell by the way he walks away and goes back and Except for right now. Yeah. Hides himself. Yeah. Well, he went and sat for that three hour movie, man, and that killed him. So you guys didn't sit recliners? No. Um my buddy that I used to work with bought the tickets and I asked them if they were recliners. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're recliners. They weren't recliners. Yeah. Did you say you're a fucking liar? It wasn't. It wasn't that bad because we got the row right there where the railing is that I used to try and get two feet. Yeah. So, but for my brother just to sit or stand anywhere in one space for you know longer than twenty minutes is really rough. So, but he made it through. It was pretty cool. Nice. Did you have you guys seen that story about the dude? Um, 
who got the the shit kicked out of for dropping spoilers outside of the theater. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. crazy. It reminds me of that Simpsons when Homer ruins uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yeah. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get uh, we'll have to try and get Corbin from Comic Playground on when we talk about Endgame to talk it with us and tell us about how he survived the 22 hour movie mar- or the 22 movie marathon. Yeah, that was, was it 42 hours or 62 hours? Dude, I don't, I don't, I know he went at like 10 a.m. He went at 10 a.m. Tuesday is when it started, and Jeez. it finished at the end of Endgame last night. So he was there Tuesday oh. and Wednesday and all like. All day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, and all day Thursday watching these fucking movies. I think Dude's I, hardcore. I think it was 4 o'clock when he saw Endgame. Uh, 5 o'clock. But yeah. He was on uh, the local news. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, he was. Yep. That was cool. Oh, superstar. Like, he was good. Like, he was good on there. And then everyone else was, like, cringeworthy. <laughs> the first guy they talked to, like, the reporter talks to, and she's like, oh, you're cute. He's like... Oh, thanks. He's all like, looks like the nerd dude off of The Simpsons. Damn you, Anita Roma. <laughs> but that's cool, though. Good on him for doing it. I, I, I thought about it, and I was like, I don't know if I could do that. I wanted to, man. If my if my work actually would have let me take the days off, I might have really considered it. I would have passed out and like snored and got kicked out of the theater. Oh, especially like the second Thor movie. Oh yeah, I yeah. Was oh yeah. Snorefest. <laughs> Snorefest. So, do any of you guys plan on seeing Endgame any another time, or are you gonna wait for it to come to DVD? Yeah, I'm definitely not gonna go see it again in the theater. <laughs> Such a fucking hater. I gotta. Tr- I'm gonna try to go see it tomorrow. I, you know, maybe I might see it in in, in English or in Spanish. English this time. <laughs> yeah, I want to see. The emotions it were in English though. Yeah, IMAX might be worth checking it out. You never know. Uh, I didn't want to shoot myself out in the foot and come out online and give it a score and be like, oh, this is what you're going to do. <laughs> you didn't want to give it a 9.9. Annoying. Annoying. I like, like I said, I enjoyed it more than, than Infinity War. So... But they're two different types of movies. They yeah. um, complemented each other. They, yeah, well, I would hope so. Yeah. But, well, next week, Brian can really get into the 10 points of Endgame yeah. he didn't like. If he remembers them. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one that I can't remember in the beginning that was really uh, both you know when both me and my brother look at each other and go that is freaking stupid at the same time then you know it's something dumb <laughs> Tim said 9.8 yeah 9.8 it <laughs> do it what'd you give it Matt I'm not gonna give a score <laughs> how many bonus do you give it T gives it seven out of I'm gonna say seven bonus that's all I'm gonna say Go go see it and go see it on the biggest screen you possibly can. With pants on or without pants on? Oh, with pants off. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be pants off. Make sure you have sweatpants on. There's always time for lube. It's always time for lube. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
Is that what you tell people in your sex dungeon, Jose? Is it's always there's always time to put on lube. Yep. When they're screaming. <laughs> Not the butt. Not the butt. Cut it off. Cut it off. <laughs> man, that movie's so funny. <laughs> it is fucking funny. But yeah, man, I thought it was funny today that watching some dude get flamed on Twitter for saying that Detective Pikachu is going to have a big open, bigger opening weekend <laughs> than Endgame. That's a bold statement, Cotton. Let's <laughs> see how that plays Probably out. Probably in China, but not here. I don't think it's even in China. I don't think Isn't it like huge over there, it, though? Huh? Isn't Pokemon like Poke- huge over there? Pokemon's huge in Japan, yeah. Or Japan. But I don't, I don't, I still don't think it's going to be bigger than than Avengers. End Endgame, yeah. Dude, it's been a long. I can't remember the last time like it's been this hard to see a fucking movie. Which is so weird because, like I said, the it was the uh, these theater I went to. There was hardly anybody in them. Yeah, I didn't have a problem. But yeah, but you guys are going to theaters. Nobody wants to go to anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone wants to go to the, like the the reclining places now and yeah, you're yeah right. those things cost like fifteen bucks yeah I paid yeah, seven bucks for mine so yeah I can't I can't think of the last time I think it, it would have to be like Force Awakens the last one I can think of that was like real hard to get tickets to I haven't had an issue with any movies I remember the when I was a kid when the Michael Keaton Batman came out. I remember there was people like running into other theaters, just hanging out on like the sides because they just couldn't get, they was, couldn't get tickets for days. And I, I remember seeing it twice in like three days and there was, it was so packed, but that was, you know, forever okay. on a totally different time period for movies. But that's the only time I can ever remember it being that crazy to get tickets. That's how my, my showing for Endgame was. It was completely packed. There was not an empty seat in the house. Like, People were even like in the front, front, like right next to the screen. So you have to look up. Yeah, Ugh. but um, it's... I, I, I mean, we oh, had a hard time with I got those. Remember, we had a hard time with Force Awakens because we ended up having to go at like three in the morning to watch it. Yep. We ended up going opening night at three in the morning to watch it at Westgate. So the lice, the lice uh, place. The like that's that's how crazy this movie is is that theaters around here are adding 2 a.m 3 a.m showings yeah i'm waiting to see one of those so i can go see it tonight <laughs> go to the 11 o'clock fucking 3d one it's packed already it's packed like the clicking noise i keep hearing not me Tim says, I can't take Detective Pikachu seriously. I just hear Deadpool's voice and keep wanting him to be safe. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a weird... That was that's a weird... Um, hearing Ryan Reynolds, that was kind of weird. Yeah. I, I still think it should have been Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is De- Detective Pikachu. Yeah. I don't know. I thought Pikachu didn't talk. Pika, Pika, Jew, Pika. Yeah, that's about all Pika, he does. Pika? Pika? Uh, but anyways. So, oh, um, 3 at 11.30. 
Anyways, what were you going to say, Jose? I have um, a question that's going to grind this uh, this podcast to a halt. Go we, for it. Do it. It's do been think, stellar and fire already. We need to end on a good note. Yeah. Put, do, oh, okay, well, well, let's see if this works. The 1130 is about 60% full now. Jeez. Extinguish the flames, Jose. Here we go. Do you think a baby centaur would suck on the horse nipple or the human nipple? <laughs> well, you did it, Jose. <laughs> I achieved my goal. Yeah, that's I, kind you of... did it. Yeah. <laughs> I just see a mushroom cloud now. <laughs> I, I just, you guys have, have a good night, everybody. Yep. Yeah. Have a good night, everybody. Left the building. I'm gonna say the female nipple. The or the, the, the human nipple. Yes. The female. The female. The human nipple. I think it picks whatever it feels comfortable with. <laughs> whatever wants a bite. <laughs> Tim says that's it. I'm done with the show now. <laughs> that was your breaking point <laughs> that was a line I can't blame him that would have been my breaking point too yeah those two new people are gone now <laughs> <laughs> unsubscribe <laughs> yep I'm even unsubscribing, unsubscribing after that one yeah, I said it was bad before I even said it are you wearing well, a SpongeBob shirt? What? Are you wearing a SpongeBob shirt? He is wearing a SpongeBob yep. shirt. Uh, snazzy. That's my name. Talk, talk about looking dapper over there. Right? No, you. Sintar huh. Teats is where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I got my work shirt on. Oh, yeah. Professional Kyle showed up today. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> to talk about Avengers. So I don't know. I think uh, I think Fan Fridays might be a bust since we only have one person talking in the chat right now. Sad songs. And Andy has too much. He has too many things going on to not listen to us live. He's got to worry about his butthole getting penetrated by Jose <laughs> next weekend. He <laughs> size for the right perfect cork. Yeah, he's got to worry about you <laughs> sticking weird His things right in there. Sintar <laughs> uh, teats is where I draw the line. I'm going to yeah. try to see if I can um, do a, a be on the show um, on location. What, from Montana. Andy's? And <laughs> no, in Minnesota. What the hell are you going to Minnesota for? Um, my friend lives up there. And oh, she always comes lot. down and visits. Isn't so, the friend that lives in Montana, which she moved no. to Minnesota? <laughs> no. That's no, a different one. Montana. Yeah. So she, her and her husband always comes down. And she's like, when are you going to visit me? Where are you going to visit me? I was like, uh. I kept on putting it off. And then, so you're like, I'm not going to San Diego this year. I'll come to Minnesota. Yep. That's what I'm doing. Yikes. I, I found the tickets for 135 round trip. Because nobody wants to go there. Exactly. So I, that's how I found my tickets for Min- or Montana. 
It was $105 round trip. Because nobody wants to go there. Yep. <laughs> Plus, uh, it's it'll be fun. I've never been there, so, you know, and why not? It'll the be the day before you go, and Andy's going to be like, <coughs> <laughs> get sick. Hey. It's okay. I'm going to need Tim Hortons and White Castle. Tim says Jose fine. is going to play Overwatch at Princess Estate. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, there was some really funny stuff in Endgame that I'm wait, I can hardly wait to talk about just the funny funny stuff because there was some really funny stuff that that he they said did. then fall asleep <laughs> gonna, play, gonna play Overwatch and fall asleep <laughs> my forte uh, but all right well I guess it's a good place to end this week. Um, it's definitely hard not to talk about it. We tried. It is. We got a middle finger in the chat from I'm who I'm assuming is your boy Chuck. I'm gonna put him in timeout. Good luck, Chuck. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna put him in timeout. I'm just kidding. Um so much for the fan driven show. Thanks a lot, guy. Yeah, right. We oh, appreciate well. you. Hey, the one we guy. tried. They voted for it. We gave them what they wanted, and it, it, it is what showed it is. up. It's not the show that they wanted. No. I don't know if half the shows we do are the shows that they want. <laughs> <laughs> they did get center teats, so. Jose and Brian are both still awake, so you know it's not the show that they want. <laughs> uh, I should have fell asleep. You did, Tim, and I appreciate what you did. You did what you could. I, we do appreciate everybody. We do. Just him. But I bet you, if we were to go to you live on location, you'd just be sitting there awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Playing with some droids or something. <laughs> yeah, when we gotta see one of those things finished, man. Chop chop. Get the fucking printing. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> uh, yep, but good stuff. Good stuff. If anybody's interested in getting a shirt, let me know. I'll hook you guys up. Thirty-five bucks a piece. No, sixty-five if you want a sticker. Plus shipping. Not even Stick close. If you guys really want, if someone really wants a shirt, message me and we'll we'll work it out. I was looking at getting hats, dude, but they're fucking nickel. They nickel and dime the shit out of you. It's crazy. It's stupid. I was gonna get hats done at uh, Lids, and I went in there like three different times to get it done. And then the guy's like, "Oh, well, the program you use to change it to a, a sew machine file is is real crappy, so we can't print it." So. Uh, if you want it done, you, your best bet is to go through like our professional guys, and it's another, it's an extra twenty five dollars. What? So it was like, yeah, for it was twenty, it was twenty five for the hat. Then it was sixteen to have the logo put on it. Then it was gonna be another twenty five for them to fucking digitize it into the file we needed. Nah, that's, nah, we can find the hats. Yeah. She push the button. But I'll try to come up with a a blocks by Liefeld design. See what happens. I'm gonna talk to Jay and get the. I'm gonna see if we can get those. How much it would cost to get those printed on all the shirts since he still has them? What? Uh, just get blocked by Liefeld. Put on by Liefeld. Right on the back. Right at the top of the shirt. Right below the collar. We'll say blocked by Liefeld. Real small. 
Yeah. For for seventy five bucks, you'll get an eight by ten of Jose doing the Costanza signed and graded. Verified. Verified. <laughs> verified signature. It'll say verified by Kyle and Crayon. Food labeled. We should do another contest here soon. I'm gonna fucking start selling hot rod or hot rock super joint fucking uh, Free stickers for all. Message Matt. I'm going to start taking pictures of sleeping Brian and Jose and just start putting them on other people's memes and sell a book of it. Yeah. Um, Enjoy. Talk about that. Huh? I don't even want to talk about that. (laughs) Smoking the fake joints, man. Uh, All right. Well, last call. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? Chat? Anything you want to, you want to spit out there? Throw at us. Anything uh, on the table. That was one thing real quick that I want to talk to you guys about. What do you guys think about this new spinoff for Walking Dead that they're talking about? I think it's going to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to I think it's just them trying to break away and own all of the Walking Dead. They're, they have their own spinoff shows. So is this going to be what, what Rick is doing or is he doing a TV a movie? He's doing a movie. What this is is like, these are like some of the kids that have become older, and it's 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 like the it's like the first generation of kids that have grown up in the the apocalypse. Yeah, and then you know, then one you know, I think one of them turns like villain in you know in the beginning of it. So one of the things that reason why I wanted to bring that up is I heard somebody saying on the radio the other day that Madonna was supposed to be in The Walking Dead this season. Yeah, she looks like a zombie anyways. <laughs> and she like she really wanted like a real role. And the Walking Dead showrunners were like, totally, yeah, let's do it. And she was on set and everything. And then they just for some reason they're like, Yeah, we're not gonna do this. And I guess shot her. she got all butthurt about it. She probably started to vogue as she was a zombie and they booted her out. I would have got butthurt too. They were like they, she was hoping, you know, that this that would restart her career and kind of like Lady Gaga did by getting in like this cool acting thing. And Lady Gaga was in a fucking movie, right? She wasn't in a, an already established TV show. Well, she was in American Horror Story, but yeah, like, yeah, that's what she that's- didn't get her huge fame from that. She got that from a fucking movie. Yeah, I know, but the American Horror Story thing kind of. Me, Lady Gaga was pretty right. famous before the movie. Yeah, well, yeah. Just a little bit. Thing, like, <laughs> I just, just. As, like, I, I, I think she was a singer. Much. I think so too. I'm not 100 percent sure. I meant like her, her like movie star <laughs> fame, not her music career. Well, that's usually how you become a movie star is being in a movie. Yeah. But you don't hear Madonna <laughs> getting all this fucking clout, but like, oh, she was in that whatever fucking movie. Don't cry for me, Argentina, fucking movie. Yeah, that was so long ago. Viva la Resistance. Oreo or some shit. I don't remember what the fuck it was called. But Vita. Yeah. You know, Vita. There you go. There you go. Can't even fucking remember the right name of it. Just makes me wonder if Madonna was trying to try trying to trying to be uh, alpha. Oh god, I'm so glad now that they didn't pick her to be alpha. Right. Fucking yeah, chick does it now nailed it. Yeah, they got yeah, Madonna was pretty famous 25 years ago. 
It might have been a little bit longer. Good job, Tim. But yeah, Alpha, the chick that got playing Alpha is really good. Beta is really good. They did a good casting and all that. Yeah. But anything else going once, going twice, chat, anything? No? Kyle, no, anything? No. <laughs> no. Brian, anything? No. Jose? No. Nope. No, Jose killed the show once. We don't need to I really want to talk about Endgame. I'm I sorry, know. guys. I don't want to spoil Endgame for anybody Let's who has fucking talk about it. it. No, because I don't want to spoil it for people who, who haven't fucking seen it. Yeah, it's definitely worth seeing. Sauron dies at the end. New West Point quarters. Is there new quarters coming out? I don't collect coins, so I don't know. Really, Chuck? The new West Point quarters? <laughs> Said Tartites. <laughs> we already drew the line there. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll be it for this week's episode. We're, we're on our way down to quarters. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Very limited run. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's getting into comic books, and now he's looking at fucking coins and shit. <laughs> he's always been kind of a coin guy. Uh, how limited is limited? Tim says, Jose, just wake up and yell porn. (laughs) It worked last week, he said. It always works. It always works. It does always work. Ten Ten mil mil total. A lot of coins. That is a lot of coins. Is that ten million coins or ten million dollars? One percent, he says. Of all coins or all quarters? Are they going to release that into the into the public, or is that for collectors only? Because that'd be cool if they release it into the public, and you have to like you know get them in your fucking pocket. You mean you have to go to the bank and be like, "I want a West Point quarter," and they like give them, you know, they release them into like. You probably have to be like buy them off the infomercial, like you do like the Donald Trump coin or something. Oh, Circulation, that's dope. That's cool. yeah. So it's just going to be like when they did all the state quarters then. Yeah, but really, really limited. Ten million is a lot. Yeah, but that's way less than the bicentennial, and the bicentennials were cool to find. I wonder how many of those bicentennials are in circulation. Yeah. Google it. I'm curious. I'm not Googling things on the show anymore. (laughs) I'm not not? tweeting at people on the show anymore. I don't be a fucking pansy. Until Brian has the squirt debate. Until I can get the squirt debate set up. Oh my god, it's gonna be so awesome! Our squirt fanatic versus the guy on Twitter. <laughs> a squirt off. See a who's the biggest off. squirter. <laughs> Better lay down the tarp. One point six billion bicentennial quarters. So holy shit! Yeah, there was only one point six billion of those. So. Only 1.6 billion quarters, and those were rare, right? Holy shit! Now there's gonna be a million of the other ones. So, Tim, I have not heard anything from Kevin. Look, I, I spent a good part of this week trying to find like places to be able to contact him, and like I even signed up for IMDb Pro, which is like, oh, well, we can give you contacts, and it's like. Yeah, as publicist and like if you want to book him for like a big gig, but 
I haven't been able to contact him to get a hold of him for doing the show or anything like, like I feel like a scumbag tweeting at him because it's not the way I want to go about it, but I don't have an email address or I can't find anything where to contact him at. So if somebody out there has a way to contact him or an, an email address to shoot me to, to try to contact him, I'm all for it. Cause I definitely would love to get him on, on our 200th episode for sure. If not, I got the squirt guy to fall back on. To add to episode 200 will be Brian's fucking squirt debate. <laughs> and I'm going to so, put this kid to the test and I'm going to, I'm going to actually want to, I'm going to tell him to fucking bathe and squirt. <laughs> live, live feed. Live, yep. Live feed. I'm going to get a kiddie pool. I'm going to send it to him and I'm going to send him like fucking pallet of squirt that he's got to fill it up with. So yeah, if anyone has any uh, ways to contact Kevin Smith or knows something I don't know, let me know. So it says in 2018, the U.S. Mint produced 13.1 billion coins for circulation. 1.85 billion of them were quarters. With mintages that range from 289 million. And the only way you're going to be able to tell the difference on these West Point ones is the W for the print mark. It's got a W. So the first sets of quarters have already gone out. They went to Denver and Philadelphia. You know where they're not going to come is Phoenix. They'll get here eventually. Interesting. They should have not said anything for like two years and have them already be in the in the circulation. Can you can you DM Jordan on Twitter, Tim? I'll have to look into that. Cause I don't like I don't want to do Twitter or social media for that. Like I want to like do a, a nice email, but that way I could like describe to him like just do it in a bunch Kyle's of tweets. Send him a Kyle's root picture or something. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. But yeah, so yeah, I don't know. You don't know what? Hey, look, guys, a quarter. I wonder if it's a West Point quarter. I'm going to have Nubia look out for him. Yeah. How do you tell if it's a West Point quarter? It'll have a W as the mint mark. On the, the Washington side, underneath the year, it'll say W. Of where it's minted. Oh, interesting. No, this is just a quarter with some shitty dude canoeing in the back of it. <laughs> no, it's on the Washington side. I guess there's a postal islands. I can't see because it's dark. That's that's heads, Matt. I am a, I know that, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you jackass. Bummer no one had any questions for us, but Tim had some sawing logs. Your sawing logs? No, that was last Jose week. Jose sawing logs. Yes, he is. <laughs> I'm watching <laughs> my phone. 
I'd keep my phone in my lap too if I was scared someone's gonna call me out for sleeping. <laughs> no, no, no! It's my phone. I swear. Look. <laughs> I'll have to look at a DM in her on Twitter. But I think that's it for this week, guys. I want to appreciate everyone and thank everyone for hanging out in the chat. Um, sucks that we didn't get more questions. Maybe next time. I mean, even opening up to social media. Let me let me double check Instagram real quick because I don't think. <laughs> I'm gonna get it there. I'm. Um, you're probably correct, Jose. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Nobody does. We're poor people, man. We're in obscurity. <clears throat> nope, nothing on Instagram. <laughs> nothing on social media. So not even, not even Big a surprise. Heart, Huge surprise. Yep. We'll just next time we do it, we'll have to start earlier. We'll have to do it weeks in advance for people not to respond. Right. <laughs> It was a nice shot. We took a swing and struck out. Swing and a miss. Yeah. They can't all be bangers. What right? would they call that in hockey? A whiffer. Is that what it Isn't is? That like tennis? They call you a cake eater. And then ridicule you when you when you miss the last shot. Yeah, cake. They call you Gordon Bombay. That'd be awesome to run into him and be like, where's chest? Gordon Bombay. Chess had to go away. What <laughs> <laughs> oh It could have been something so great. <laughs> what, chest? Yeah. Yeah. Chess had to go away because Jose's sleeping over there. I mean, I'm on my phone. Yeah. Can't even be engaged in the conversation. He's gonna be on his phone. Look I'm at Jose's him. Jose's fucking phone is I just lost that quarter. Jose's phone's more important <laughs> than us. I'm listening. I'll chime in. That's All right. Well, <laughs> I want to thank everyone for hanging out in the chat with us tonight. Um, you guys were were kind as usual. Had a good time. Um Hey, if you guys, if this is your first time and you like the, the podcast, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. You can find us on all social media you can also find us on um twitter at a geek podcast if you guys are in the phoenix area next weekend come down to drawn to comics check out free comic book day say hi to us we'll be there we'll have shirts for sale we'll have stickers to give away we'll have all kinds of good shit um if you guys are on facebook and you want to be able to contact us make sure to everybody friend um, brian yeah everybody friend brian <laughs> make sure to uh hit that uh Hit up, hit us up on Facebook and join the Absolute Geek fan group. It's a good place to catch us at and hang out and share funny pictures. And it's the best way to get a hold of us and contact us um, if you want to talk shop with us, I guess. Um, yeah. So let's, like I said, if you are the first time listening to this podcast, checking it out on YouTube, make sure to like subscribe button. Let's get to a thousand subscribers. Let's try to shoot for the thousand subscribers. That'd be awesome. If you think you know someone that'll like this podcast, make sure to share it. Um, if you're listening, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. If you're listening to this on Monday in the audio version, make sure to leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you download us on. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, go out and see Avengers Endgame if you get a chance. We can Avengers? talk about it. Goddamn it, Avengers, Avengers, the Avengers, the Avengers, the Avengers. Yeah, for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. And we'll see you 
next time.